0: Welcome to Techno & Travel, the podcast of Tunes & Wings. My name is Sabine Spätling and today I'll take you on a journey to Lisbon with João Maria. He has a very long CV. He is not only a DJ and producer, but also label founder of Assemble Music, owner of the record store and burger place collect, founder of the record store Carpet and Snares, founder and booker of Lisboa Electronica Festival and the founder and booker of Lisbon Festival, Shading Sonoro. So we had, of course, a long talk about all those wonderful projects, but also a very inspirational talk about mindset, his definition of success and so much more. Enjoy! Let's go back to the beginning of your career. Okay. (laughs) You were born in Faro.
1: Yes.
0: You started your musical career just like I did, as a singer in a punk band.
1: Seriously? I didn't know. Yeah.
0: Okay. Like at, I don't know, age of 16. Um, (laughs) Then you studied in London. You lived there for some years. That's where you also got in touch with electronic music. That's Mm -hmm. what I think. Um, tell us about a bit. Uh, tell us a bit about that time when you got into that music.
1: Okay, so, like you said, I was born and raised in Faro, which was amazing because it was a very quiet uh, place to 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 live. At that point, we had the beach very near. So basically, my life during a lot of years was surfing, skating. And music, by that time, was punk rock music. Because, yeah, I didn't have any family-related you know, um, members to the music. So, yeah, I learned everything with my friends. And by that time, we were l- just listening to punk music. And at one point, we decided to go to the garage of a friend and create a band, do a band, punk band. And it was, yeah, one of the best times of my life, that's for sure. Very, very naive, you know, and doing things with passion and discovering, and it was really, really good. And I used to be the singer of the of the band, so I never played any instrument uh i did the the easiest part because basically i was just singing or more screaming at this point shouting. and and shouting and yeah just just bringing a lover a lot of energy to the to the crowd and and to the stage and and it this was amazing we were two guys singing and yeah it was amazing amazing And in 1996, 1997, best times of my life, at this point, my parents, they told me, they asked me where they made me realize that I was just uh, surfing, skating and and playing music and I, I wasn't studying. Not because I was a bad student, but just because I didn't go to school. So, well, now that I say I was not a bad student, but I was not a good student also, I basically didn't have... I never talked about this, but I'm going to talk now. It's not a secret, but I don't know, I never had the, the, the... Now I remember this, but... I had what they call now, um, Mm -hmm. I don't know, I forgot the name, like always. I never remember names, but um, I can't have, I can't have my, I don't concentrate unless it's something that I really like, uh, like music, for example. For me, it's really easy to to i know all my records in my collection i'm a i'm a vinyl addicted and i know all my vinyls i know the the tracks i know the the artists i know the records i know everything you know but with stuff that i don't like i can't pay attention i i can't but it's it's something it's not being lazy it's really something i can't do it and uh for example if i need to read uh, some news i can't read the whole paper you know because when i'm reading i'm i'm losing my concentration mm-hmm. and and before my my parents they only uh, they were always telling me that oh you are really lazy this and that but these days i'm 43 now and i i still can't do it you know and it's not because i'm lazy it's because I'm reading and my mind is going straight ahead to another thought, you know, so I can't do that. I don't know the name, then some years ago, I read about this and I said, this is me, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I never had a doctor telling me something like this, but I realized that, okay, this is me, that's for sure, you know, and the music really helped me, you know, Mm -hmm. it really helped me, I'm really lucky to work with music because otherwise, maybe I would struggle in, In some kind of work because I like to be an active guy, and you know, so I had if I had to read a lot, I couldn't be a doctor because I couldn't read, you know, I couldn't study. Basically, studying for me was like a pain in the ass. Let's
0: go back to your time in London. Um, How would you say that this city influenced you? In your, of course, you changed from punk or, or maybe also kind of rock, um, hip-hop music, um, you got introduced to techno and house. How did that, or how was that time for you?
1: So I went to London in 1997. <clears throat> I was really into punk, of course. I had the, 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 the band. So my life was basically studying English and then skating and going to punk concerts and it was amazing really really amazing I had the opportunity to see all my idols and bands and everything um, at one point I met I, I, I did a, a really a good group of friends and they were really into dance music and one of yeah, uh, this group invited me to go to to a concert, Daft Punk concert. And, yeah, this also changed my life, you know. And I think they are called Daft Punk because if you think that the techno music uh, and especially the music they were doing, they were doing techno, of course, but... Uh, a different side of techno the French house sounds uh, the French people they have a really um, uh, real sound you know there's the house the French house sound and the French techno sound and Daft Punk it's the French techno sound that's for sure Um, and if you think uh, when I think about this um, I really can relate the music that I was listening the punk music the real punk music if you bring the punk music to electronic music what Daft Punk were doing in the 90s it was totally you know related to punk music mm-hmm. in my opinion okay because it was super energetic energetic Um. And and this is what you have in punk music, you know. It's all about the energy. It's about, of course, about the groove, but about the energy. You go to a punk concert, and what do you want to do? You want to, you know, to uh, put your energy in the biggest point you can have. All Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> and and when the when the concert finish and you go home, you feel like a more exhausted. yeah exhausted, but light also. You know, you. You you, you can release all your problems and your or your or your all your uh, bad energy in, in this concert, you know. Yeah. And this happens also with techno music if you if you think, well, you know, like techno music, it's 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 punk music also, you know. And yeah, Daft Punk uh, concert in 1997 changed my life. Uh, changed my life in order to start buying electronic music and start playing music. And I'm a DJ because of this concert. That's for sure, you know? So, yeah, I started buying music after that concert. I bought two decks, a mixer, and I started playing music. And, And in 1998, I was already playing in coffee, in Brooklyn, in this place called Coffee 2001 or 1001, I don't remember that well, but yeah, it was my first presidency, and from then till now, yeah, it's been it's been a journey, 21, 22 years, I don't know, something like this, and it was the best thing that happened to me. After that, I was studying English. I stayed there just playing music, and I did. Um, hotel management course I finished but when I finished the course I didn't I was already playing and getting money I was playing uh, professionally already so yeah I never did anything with my course but I had a life course you know and this life course uh, brought me to what I am now and to what I'm doing now and yeah everything I did Around music, it was because I went to London. So, yeah, this was the best course of my life, <laughs> and such Basically.
0: a such an incredible <laughs> journey and path actually that you did. And I believe, like everything that happened in your past, like also maybe with the with the um, study, at the university in London, and with the course that you did. It also helps you for the hospitality um, branch now in Lisbon, right? So, because you're running that restaurant here and you're organizing events, so it all comes together. Maybe at this point you didn't know what it will bring you for the future, but if you have the review back on this time, maybe it all makes sense somehow.
1: It all makes sense, that's for sure. But if you... I mean, life, life, the best things in life is like... Of course, having fun, you know, drinking, eating, you know, and having fun. So, if you know how to, um, how do I say the, the the best word? If you know how to um, receive people in your life, you know, uh, and and talk to people and have a good conversation and everything, you can do everything you know in your life. You know, the best. I mean, I can tell you that—that's for sure. The best thing of my life, um, and the best uh, uh, school of my life, was the experiencing experience of living. You know, that's why a lot of people say, of course, uh, when you get when you get older, you know you get the experience of life and the experience of life gives you the ability of do anything in your life of course you can't be a doctor without studying and knowing or being a lawyer or but with most things in your life you can uh, I mean with the experience of life you know like going from country to country, meeting people, different people, have a lot of conversations, this and that. If you are open-minded, you can learn a lot. This is mm-hmm. university also, you know, this is school. Yeah. You are consuming a bit of everything and people and experiences and this and that. And that's for sure, you know, the best school of life. I have a daughter almost 3 years old and one thing that i of course i want her to be happy i want her to have success um,
0: whatever success is
1: for me success <laughs> is be happy yeah. you know like uh she doesn't need to get a lot of money she needs to get the money enough to pay her life you know and uh And the success I want for her, it's the success I want for me, you know. Like, live doing what I love. And this is the most important. I think it's really difficult sometimes, but if you can find this, it's really amazing. And I'm not going to be super uh, tough with her in the school side, Mm -hmm. okay. I don't want her to have the best notes, you know, nothing. Because I never had, you know. And I'm, I'm a very su- successful person, not money-wise, uh, but in what I do and what I love to do. And this is the only thing I want for her, you know? So, of course, uh, if she chooses, if she chooses something that I believe it's not good for her, I'm not gonna say no, but I'm gonna say, okay, maybe you should think about this. But yeah, I just want her to be creative, because if you are creative, you can do anything with your life. This is, for me, the the gold point of life. It's to be creative. You just need to be creative. If you are creative, you can be anything. Even if you are in a meeting, and if you are talking about someone for a job, okay, you go for a meeting, and in a job... If they say, you have this experience, you have to do this or that, or if they come with a question that you are not expecting, if you are creative, you can go around and give a really good answer. And by that, you can get the job. So this, for me, is the most important thing, to be creative.
0: And that's what you said also before, That's or that's what comes, what you said before, there is no failure, because you know that you can figure things out, yeah, right? Of course.
1: Of course in failure I mean failure if you if you think your life till you are a real person till you are someone Corona, yeah. you keep failing and because of course you keep failing because you don't know what to do you don't know how to talk you don't know how to to walk you don't know anything you keep failing this is this exactly the same thing in a professional side of life you know you need to fail in in your profession to get better and better and better that's the only thing you know so fail that's no reason to be up- i mean you can be upset of course you know but there's no reason to feel bad or to feel Oh my my! I'm not so good as this person. No, of course you are good. You just need to learn. That's it. That's the only thing. So, failing is good in your life because if you fail, you learn and you get better. That's the only thing.
0: That's actually a good end statement. But is there anything you would like to share that I didn't ask you yet?
1: Um, not really. I'm a very simple guy. I don't know. I don't have like many
0: Wisdoms
1: No, I don't have <laughs> wisdoms I think I think um, I don't know for me life life is getting better every day you know not because of just because of one thing it's because uh, I have more control of my mind as I'm getting older you know so I can make better decisions and I can make and I can be a better person okay and um, we we are born in one way and I mean we have parents and family taking care of us and we are growing in one way but we can always change that okay and the best thing is to keep growing and keep learning and keep, you have to be in my perspective and this is what I want to be and do as a human uh, uh, is to, to when I'm done <laughs> and when I'm finished uh, and I hope it's gonna be in many, many years, I want to finish the best person possible for me not for the other people but for me I want to be a very nice a a very uh, I want to be the best guy possible for my friends for my family for the people around me and this is a process of learning you know you even now with 43 years old I do a lot of mistakes sometimes I'm not the best Um, I'm arguing with people and I i don't take the best action and and the next day i'm thinking oh i should this was wrong and this and that so this is for me is the 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 biggest goal in life is when we are finished when our journey is finished we did the best we could you know so yeah i'm i'm still learning and i'm going to learn and i'm going to i'm going to be a student of life till till the end since the beginning when i start uh playing music I thought that I want to do other things around music, not only being as being a DJ. And I love to be a DJ. Maybe it's the most important thing in my life. But I also want to create things around music, you know, and and be active and 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 yeah. So since the beginning, I started doing uh, uh, events and. And from the events, I wanted to, to do like uh, bookings for clubs and festivals and create um, like um, proper um, uh, festival. How do, you, how do you say like uh, when you have a festival and you have a proper tent for the electronic music. Uh, so imagine this. Uh, in Portugal, many, many years ago, most of the festivals, they were like with a, a lot of kinds of music and they were not a proper electronic festival. Mm-hmm. The first one, I think it was Neopop, mm-hmm. which is an amazing festival. Uh, but still, there were like plenty of festivals in Portugal, you know, with a lot of kinds of music. And I had the opportunity to think, to to, to know... Well, I, I came with the idea of, okay, in these festivals, we could do also a, an electronic tent inside a festival, you know, with this kind of music, like proper underground electronic music. And because of a friend that was working with, by that time, Luis Montes, which, which is one of the, the main figures... In, in big events and festivals in Portugal since the beginning, like 30 years ago, uh, I thought maybe if I present this to Luís, you know, maybe he will say, okay, it's a good idea, let's do it. So, through a, a really good friend, maybe for sure one of my best friends, and my ex wife, which is Mariana, my, my partner here also. Uh, At Collect um, I told her Okay, uh, there's this idea Let's present this to Luis And we talked together And Luis thought, okay, this is a good idea And let's make it happen, you know And we started doing that Uh, After that I decided, okay, I'm gonna do um, A label And let's do a label And after that I said, okay I want to, to do a record shop when everyone in Portugal uh, thought that records wouldn't sell and stuff. And um, there were um, Arborage in Porto, and uh, in, in Lisbon there were like uh, floor, but still there were like um, uh, a place to uh, genre of music, you know, in the electronic music, that um, we thought, okay, there's not much Music in this genre, or two or three genres uh, around, so we could open a record shop, so I decided to open a record shop by that time carpet carpet and snares and um, and yeah, and then uh, there were these guys that wanted to open a club and I heard about these guys, and I heard about and I heard that these guys were um, like looking for someone to take care of the club and do a program and everything and I contact these guys and I present them uh, all my ideas and everything so I did ministerium and uh, and yeah and these guys basically they were the best thing that happened in my professional life because they are really honest guys, they trust me. They really believed in my ideas, even if they were really difficult to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And it's been really difficult. And um, and yeah, because of that, they were owning this place, they were running this place. It was duplex before, it mm-hmm. was a proper restaurant. Mm-hmm. Signature restaurant. And the restaurant was not doing really well. And they, I, I asked them if we could do this project here. They trust me. And we are running collect now here. So yeah, it's, it's I mean, what's the purpose and the meaning of life if you always do the same for like 40 years you know so basically I found a passion a passion is music and around music I do a lot of things that I love and for me this is my main thing it's like there's a lot of things a lot of amazing things that happened already uh, as a DJ but if you ask me what's your key point or your main thing, my main thing is everything together, you know. it's it's. I can't say that, you know, the, everything together made me what I am now, and this is what I love the most, is everything together to this point, you know. This, this is, is why, so
0: beautiful. Yeah.
1: And... I really trust, I really believe that I'm going to live one life only, okay? I'm not saying, I don't want to, to, to... I know that a lot of people believe in other stuff, but this is my, my point of view, that's the only thing, I respect every point of view, but this is my point of view, so I want to try everything around my main thing, which is music, you know, that's the only thing.
0: That's you know? so beautiful. And it's so nice that you're actually doing this in Lisbon because we talked about it before. You were born in Faro, then you studied in London, and what really was the reason for you to come to Lisbon and why did you choose the city as your home?
1: I mean, I love there's amazing places in Lis- in Portugal that you could live, yeah? Portugal is a really beautiful country and you have beautiful people, really nice people really good food uh, amazing uh, the countryside is amazing the the seaside is amazing so there's plenty of places you could choose to live but for me because I live in London and what, I, what I've learned in London was The good side of London is that London doesn't belong to anyone. It's like it's a a place where you can meet uh, everyone. The opportunities are the same, at least by the time I was living there. Opportunities are for everyone. They don't say, ah, because you are English or because you are Chinese or because you are Japanese or because you are whatever. Everyone has opportunities there, you know, because it's a city of everyone. And I felt that in Portugal, Lisbon was the place that could um, do this for me, you know. And I've been living in Lisbon for, I don't know, maybe 14 years, 15 years already. And since day one, I never felt that I was aside, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Even, okay, I'm Portuguese, okay. But even that, I could feel that, okay, you're not from Lisbon or this and that. But no. No. And what I feel, I always also trust that you're gonna feel also you know
0: absolutely. I just was thinking about it. Yeah. I think maybe it's really the people that make the city exactly because they're so friendly, they are so open.
1: and you don't say, "Ah, oh, this is good, but this is from an English people yeah, or this yeah. is from French people or this is from Romanian people or this is from Chinese or Japanese whatever, you know. If 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 imagine that you are French or like you are you are German okay imagine that you open a place now in Lisbon people will not judge you you know it's going to be okay it's a really nice place so let's go if it's a really bad place people will judge you not because you are German but because you open the really bad place you know yeah. and this is what i felt about Lisbon and i was right you know and and, yeah, this is the place I feel it's more, you know, like, it brings more different people and, and you know, nobody judge anybody. And, yeah, it's amazing. I feel the same as I was feeling in, in London. It's really good.
0: Let's hope we can experience this togetherness again soon in this city and in our scene in total, like all over the place. Yeah, Yeah, we talked about Lisbon, the city we are currently in. Um, How does a perfect weekend for you again without pandemic look like? Um, What are the places you definitely have to have on your list? And yeah. In Lisbon? In Lisbon.
1: Okay, maybe you can start your night at Lounge, then go a bit... Yeah, start your night at Lounge, then go to 5A, and then finish your night at uh, Ministerium or Lux. This is the perfect night.
0: And all the other spots around or besides and, electronic and news?
1: you also have an after-party. Uh, called Arbor:
0: And when you're fit again after dancing and want to have a proper breakfast or lunch or dinner, Ooh. or maybe want to check out the city with maybe their favorite spots, you hang out regularly, um, or maybe if they want to shop some records, Yeah. Where would you send people to?
1: A record shop, there's a lot of great record shops. You have um, carpet and Snares. You have uh, Peekaboo, You have uh, More Records. You have Fleur. You have uh, Collect. Um, you have Louis Louis. Sound Club. Also. And there's a couple of more shops, but I don't know them very well, so mm-hmm. I can't say, yeah, that much about that. Regarding eating, I'm really not like the best.
0: Like, maybe where to get the best fish in the morning after dancing or at lunchtime?
1: Fish, you can go to Marishkarazul. Azul. Yeah, Marishkarazul Azul is really, really mm-hmm. good. Yeah. And burger, of course, here. Burger here. Uh, pizza, La Putana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I'm saying everything about my friends and people that I know, but... <laughs> basically they do really good stuff so
0: basically you have good friends
1: (laughs) I have good friends and and they do good stuff so yeah what can I say more Um, I mean you can go if you want to to buy clothing you can go to La Mm Pache shop just next to Collect Mm -hmm. it's also from a friend of mine we studied together in London but it's basically a Portuguese brand and they have amazing clothing
0: Ah, like anchors yeah Yeah. really
1: really amazing clothing it's really really well done Um, the relation between the the price and the quality quality is very good yeah super good Mm -hmm. and
0: maybe I don't know is there a park or something where you love to hang out during your free time or maybe your favorite surf spot
1: yeah you could go I would go to the surf spot after I say this. you could go uh to um <laughs> um this is what I do actually I do the 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 summer parties of mm-hmm. Assemble music there yes, I saw
0: there it, are free yeah. parties
1: and it's an amazing place and it's a really good place to eat and have a drink in front of the river on a on a weekday or weekends. And then at the beach, you should go for sure to Sintra, to Praia Grande, and check. How do you call Bar do Bar do Fundo. Bar do Fundo. Yeah, it's amazing. It's really amazing. Seriously, it's it's one of the best places to eat in in around the center, around yeah. Lisbon, and it's really amazing. The view is amazing. The place is amazing. And yeah, it's, it's, I think it's the, the best place to go. I will check it out. Check it out. It's Before really the, best. the
0: second lockdown, we need but to hurry up. It's yeah.
1: really, really amazing. Also from a friend, I can introduce you. And man, it's, it's really, really amazing. This is the place I would recommend the most. It's Bar do Fundo, uh, Mariscara Azul for seafood. Bar do Fundo is beach, amazing view. Amazing food, uh, also for fish and everything. Uh, in in Praia Grande, here in Lisbon, you could go to to eat on a. If you want f- uh, sea uh, seafood, you could go to to Marisqueira Azul. Mm-hmm. Burgers you can eat at Collect. Pizza you can eat at uh, um, La Putana, and. Uh, That
0: already sounds like a good weekend, Um, let's hope all this is over soon. Um, I know that you already announced some dates for the festivals this year, like one is in September for example, how do you think will your year look like?
1: To be honest, we announced, but we're still waiting for all the news after this, we don't know. We never believed that we were going to another shutdown, you know, and we are going. So to to say that yeah, we're gonna do it, it's gonna happen. At this point, it's it's I don't know. We of course we are posit- positive, and we want to believe we're gonna do it. But let's see how it goes because we don't know. Basically, Portugal is is following rules from. Other European countries, because Portugal is a really poor country. Uh, our system is one of the worst, and um, and basically there's no money at all. You know, so we need to do what other countries in European Union tell us to do, because we have no money to decide anything. So, yeah, so we don't know what's gonna happen.
0: But let's hope for the best for this year yes, and let's hope. let's hope that maybe I don't know, like end of the year or maybe in autumn maybe smaller events or even festivals can take place, that would be very nice like to meet all the people again and to keep this scene going because for many it's not an easy time and hopefully they will survive
1: they will only survive and they will only happen if there's no uh, restrictions, because restrictions also mean less people, less money, less money, and then it's not yeah. uh, affordable to 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 make it happen. You know, yeah. it's it's impossible. So it all depends on how it goes. But if the government says that next year there will there will be no festivals I'm not shocked because I mean inside I'm shocked of course but I'm not shocked because they are taking for me the the, the pandemic situation it's something really really serious I take it very seriously but there's a lot of rules because of that that I, I think they are a disaster Okay And this is what I believe Okay And I'm a good guy I'm not a bad guy And people think Most of the people think that People that say okay uh, Restaurants shouldn't close um, I mean in Portugal I'm, I'm talking about Portugal um, This This uh, uh, at the weekends, they want to close everything at 1 p.m. This is crazy, you know. All the rules about the hours, uh, things closing like three or four hours before. This is, for me, it's, it's crazy, okay. Uh, it makes no sense because it's not going to change anything on the numbers. And it's going to be really bad for the economy, okay. And Portugal is a poor country. There's no money. And there will be no money for the private sector, okay? And I know that there's a lot of people that really don't care because they don't have companies, they don't have restaurants, they don't have their own business. They are working for others or for the, or for the government, yeah? For the state. And for those people, it's really easy to say, yeah, we should all go home and close everything and this and that. But they are not in our position. Okay, and they think because we say no, this should go ahead and people should uh, be able to open their own restaurants and their own business and this and that. They think that we just don't care about the pandemic situation, and that's not true. That's not true at all. We are just we just want to find a balance because you can't be afraid of living, you know. And if you don't die because of COVID, you're gonna die because of other stuff because of the COVID, you know. And I believe, I know a lot of operations, a lot of things are being um, canceled in the hospitals. So, yeah, I'm this guy that is in the middle. And I think the pandemic situation is something super serious. But I also think that our life, our projects, our companies and everything... Is as much important, and the other side, because this also means companies, uh, business, and everything means life also, and feeding and, families, and feeding families, and workers, and everything, and people say think that no, no, no. the 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 our uh, health is the most important. Of course it is, but if you if you kill the business side, you're going to kill your health also. So Mental health. Yeah, That's of course. Small, yeah. Mental, money-wise, this and that. So, yeah, there's, we need to find a balance. Not only on one side, we need the other side also. And Portugal has no money. So if Portugal has no money, we need to keep working. Because Portugal will not get us money. They will not help us. Forget it, you know. So, yeah, there's, I'm, I'm, I'm in the life side, you know, in the, in the, in the human side. This is my side, human side. And human side is not COVID side only, you know, you need to put everything in the balance and, and we need to find a balance. That's it. So, yeah.
0: Very well said. (laughs) I fully agree. So... You are in the scene since more than 20 years, not um, in Portugal for the whole time, but um, yeah, you are experienced that scene also from different destinations around the world. Um, But having a view on Portugal, like the last 20 years for the scene, what would you say were like maybe one or two down times and also maybe one or two peak times?
1: Um, peak times were for sure in the 90s Yeah, the 90s were the best times of dance music in Portugal um, I was not a part of this because I was living in London by then this was I believe this was believe, uh, between 1995 till 2001 2002 and this was actually I mean I went to London in 1997 and before I went to a couple of parties but I didn't understand the music like I understand now so it was like yeah, my friends they were really into this kind of music I was more into the punk music but we were going out so I was going with them and I had fun but I didn't understand like I'm understanding now um, so I have to say that I didn't experienced that, but for sure it was the best times uh, I was living in London, so I had really good times there already also also because um, yeah music housing techno from ni- in 1997 till beginning of two thousand it was i mean it was amazing you know it was amazing years the golden years for me. And um, so in Portugal, for sure, the 90s were amazing. Clubs, you had The Rocks in, in Porto, uh, you had um, Lucumia and Cadoc in the Algarve, mm-hmm. and you had um, uh, Kremlin in Lisboa. Yes. Okay. And end of, the, uh, end of the 90s, I think it was 1999, you had looks also. So the 90s were the best, that's for sure. And then beginning of 2000s, clubs start closing, music starts changing, crowds start changing, drugs start changing. I don't know if I can tell this or not. <laughs> <Please do. laughs> okay.
0: Actually, my birth year was the year when ecstasy came to the market. That's okay. a funny side fact. I just I just uh, saw it in a documentary. Okay. But what do you think what happened then?
1: For me, I I have a really my opinion about the drugs related to music. Of course, it's uh, when people start taking cocaine um, in the night for the music. Uh, things started to go really, really. Wrong, okay, and of course, uh, the beginning in the 90s when people were taking ecstasy, it was a whole new world, you know, and people were having really good fun and experiencing um, a new, um, yeah, a new kind of uh, attitude, a new kind of, uh, I mean, the music. You, you can feel the music changing because of drugs, you know? And, and this is how things got really bored in the beginning of 2000s, I believe, okay? Because of drugs also. And, um, and yeah, after that, uh, the crowd changed, the music changed. And the clubs that were running with this kind of music, this kind of this crowd, they were closing down in Portugal, and um, and yeah, it was the middle of 2000s was really really bad for the music, in my opinion, in Portugal at least. Um, after that, I would say, I don't know, like. Seven, eight years ago, things started slowly changing. House music came to the scene again uh and it was in a way like it was more like loopy house music, but at least it was it was not the cheesy electro house music before, so it was way better and I believe just before the pandemic situation, we were living a really good um, scene in Portugal with a lot of parties, new crowds uh, mixed, of course, with old crowd, but the old good crowd. Yeah, young generation doing new parties and everything. Of course, you have always bad parties and good parties, but at least you... I I was feeling a really good vibe and a really good um, scene, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, for me, the 90s, which sadly I didn't live it because I was living in London, um, and... From the pan- from the beginning of the pandemic to uh, seven years before, mm-hmm. it was a really it was a really good time, and yeah, Lisbon were was Lisbon and Porto, mainly uh, the two points in Portugal that were doing really good for the music. Porto more the techno side, Lisbon more the. House and disco and and yeah, there's a lot of disco parties here in Lisbon really good you know oro bravo the o b guys they they really work and they they really do amazing parties uh yeah, and then you have the house side also amazing house parties and the techno side also like I was saying the all these guys the The Ace Collective and all these guys. So, yeah, I think the '90s and the last couple of years were the biggest and highest points. And from 2003, 2004 till till 2010 or 11, Mm -hmm. for me was Mm -hmm. really bad, Mm -hmm. really, really bad. Yeah, in all all the all sides. Clubbing, music, uh, crowds, everything, economics, everything, yeah. Yeah.
0: In the past years, before all this happened, Portugal had really a peak time um, for electronic music with techno and house. What would you say were like the three till five top artists in that time that shaped the local scene if it's like artists like DJs or producers
1: ah you asking me that shaped to the times till now yeah not the youngers
0: yeah you're asking like me the, the the last let's say three to five
1: years okay so for me uh, the Ace Collective guys are like doing a really really good job Tumudu, Vils Menos 2, Cravo uh, Enku I mean all these guys are really really good in what they are doing and um, yeah I mean their work uh, has been has been I mean all the all the all the techno guys around the world they play their music and now Ben clock just signed to I think two EPs with them for Clockworks, which is really, really, really good. And uh, also, uh, there's a even younger generation like Salbino. Salbino is, uh, is an amazing uh, producer. He's like 24, 25. I heard this stuff. I just met him like some weeks ago. And actually, I met him before, but properly some weeks ago um, my friend dj honesty was playing here on the radio show at collect he was playing on his uh, radio show he has a radio show um called portfolio and basically he plays he asks music from producers music national um he asks the the portuguese talent or um, people that are living here in, in Portugal, music that is not been released yet. And then he plays it here. And um, I was listening to the podcast here, and uh, and he was playing this track, and I was like, whoa, what is this? And he told me, oh, it's this guy, Salbino. And I was like, Salbino, Salbino, okay, let me, let me check. And I went to the social media, Facebook, and I checked... And I said, I met this guy before, but... And someone, a, a, a really good friend of him, called Vince, another really good producer, really young also, um, he was telling me, uh, hey, this guy, you need to meet this guy because this guy is really good, he's a really good producer and he, he's a, he does a crazy life only with machines and this and that, and I was like, okay, okay, but I mean, it's so many things at the same time that it's, it's impossible to be updated, you know, and so when DJ Honesty told me, okay, it's this guy, I, I saw. okay, this is the guy that Vince was telling me. So I, I just wrote him and I told him, listen, I just listened to this track, it's really amazing, send me your tracks, I really want to listen to more music. And he sent me and I got it in the weekend I was at home and I've listened the tracks he sent me and I was like blown away totally it's proper techno music you know and he really knows what he's doing and he's really complete you know because he does basically he goes everywhere on the techno side at least everywhere that I love Mm -hmm. you know and it's a lot of Detroit feeling you know and and yeah it's really complete and um, I, I asked him okay come come and see me here let's have a conversation here and I closed an EP with him to assemble music and I was really really happy and we are working in other tracks and yeah it's, it's for me it's the biggest um, surprise lately mm-hmm. It's really, really good. But there's others. Vince also, it's really good. Um, Andrea Leria, the guy that uh, works here with us, is such an amazing producer also and such an amazing DJ. And, um, I mean, there's there's so many people. I, I feel a bit bad because I, I I could talk about so many people that I feel if I speak... Uh, I'm gonna. I will have to talk about a lot of people, but because basically there's a lot of really good DJs and really good producers these days, you know? So, yeah, these guys, these young kids from the techno scene, they are really, really good. Um, In the house scene, yeah. Andrea Leria is doing stuff between house and techno and is really good. Um, I mean, you have. George Cayado is also one of these names that is doing house music and is producing a lot of tracks for a lot of really good labels. You know, he's working with Che Damier and stuff. It's really good. Who else is doing house music? Um, to be honest, there's not much producers that I know that are doing house music, but more uh, techno. Uh, and then you have a lot of producers doing um minimal stuff like Romanian stuff, mm-hmm. you know Salvino <laughs> is uh yeah such an amazing producer that I know because of my friend honestly he was playing at this radio show here at Collect. He was playing one of these tracks, one of his tracks, and I asked him and he told me it 's from Salbani and um and then I realized that I knew already this kid because. Another friend of us called Vince, a really good producer, also techno producer, um, uh, told me about him, and I asked him tracks. I, I basically I told him that I was listening to this track, amazing track, and I would love to listen more music from him. And he sent me some more tracks, and I was blown away totally. He's really complete. He's producing. Uh, he's producing amazing techno music. Super complete and um, and yeah, I just decided okay, let's work together. I really want to do a record on assembly music with you, and uh, yeah, he's basically it's keep he's keep sending me music and and it's yeah, it's such a good surprise. It's really really good.
0: Thank you so much for this interview, <laughs> aka coaching. <laughs> I feel very inspired now. And I guess if I ever have a downtime in the upcoming, maybe next lockdown, I will listen to that interview again. To your words, it was so inspirational. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. And have a lovely rest of the day.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> what an inspirational interview! and amazing words I really enjoyed the interview with him and hope you liked it too let me know your feedback about this episode on social media really looking forward hearing from you there thank you so much for listening rock and roll and stay tuned